Hey listeners, if you've been following along, you know it's been quite a while since our last interview, so I wanted to catch you up with what's been on my mind. When I first came up with the idea to do this podcast, one of my goals was to humble myself. It was to hear others' stories, learn from them, and share them with as many people as I could, so that maybe they would learn something too. I wanted to heal and inspire the storyteller as well as the listener, and I guess in some ways myself. But somewhere along the journey, I lost sight of that goal. I found myself forgetting about the people that I had talked to on the streets, the men and women who had opened up to me and told me their hardships, and the positivity that I was learning to spread in the community. Lately, I've been reminded by my own mistakes of how much I need to rediscover that humility, that positivity, and that drive to inspire others. And I think the best way to do that is to go back to the root of it all kindness. August is Be Kind to Humankind month, so I wanted to start off this comeback series by interviewing the kindest person I know, my mother. I don't think I'm the only person who thinks my mother's the kindest. There's just something so bright and cheerful and pure about her aura that's undeniable. Growing up, I never fully learned how to be that way, and I'm still in awe of her to this day. However, As her daughter, I know that her happiness comes from a long battle with a dark past. I know that kindness wasn't a rule in her childhood home, and that all that she embodies about kindness and humility and gratitude is self-taught. We won't go into details, but I decided to start with the tough stuff and ask my mother what her childhood was like. Oh, complicated. And fun. And um, a little bit of everything. Lots going on in the house with um, parents and then getting divorced and um, not having um, like structure and um, I don't know, there was a lot of abuse. It's not something I talk about, so it's challenging. Outside of this interview, I've only heard some details of the abuse that my mother mentioned. But I knew it wasn't all bad, and I knew my mom was fun and a dreamer. I decided to bring things back to a lighter side and ask her what she wanted to be when she grew up. There was no shortage of response. I wanted to travel, and so I wanted to be a truck driver. (laughs) So I could travel. How ridiculous is that? I always wanted to be a mom. I wanted to be a dancer, because I love dancing. I think I wanted to be a cowgirl. I, I, what else? Um, I think I wanted to be a pilot, because I wanted to travel. After hearing all of this, I wanted to know if my mom, although she didn't pursue any of these careers, felt like she still was accomplished and happy. Oh my gosh, that's such a good question. No, and yes. Like, I feel like I've come so far and I like love my life and I think about that like sometimes I you know during the day I'm like oh my god I'm so happy I have everything I've ever wanted or needed I don't need or want anything and um um, but I feel like there's so much that I haven't done or learned or seen and um I want to continue to learn and learn about myself and see what my kids are going to learn. Speaking of learning, my mom didn't just get to this place of happiness and contentment with ease. It was a long journey. 
My mom went to counseling for over 20 years to learn how to forgive herself and how to forgive others. She told me that she's learned to be thankful for everything she has, and she tries to live in the moment every day. I asked her what is the most valuable thing she's learned along her journey. Coming up on 50 years old, um, I've learned to be grateful for everything and, and anything every single day because it's not given. It's, it's something that's you kind of consciously have to think about to be grateful for your, for your life every day. I mentioned in our intro that my mom is one of the kindest people I know. I asked her what makes her want to be kind every day. I don't know. I don't know if I see myself like that, but I, I really had to heal a lot. I wanted to be a good parent, and I wanted to learn how to do that, and I wanted to be kind because when I was um, growing up, my um, mom was not kind to me, and it was hurtful and I never wanted to be that person, but I had to learn to be kind to myself so that I could be kind to others. So we have to love, love ourselves um, because if we love ourselves, then we're able to give love and receive love. Um, if we don't love ourselves, um, it can be a challenge to see the goodness in those around you and those things around you. Um, some people you know, go to church um, to have their faith, but we can all have faith in our in our daily um, life, in whatever that faith may be. It may not be religion or going to church, but just having faith in yourself and um, others. Beyond this, I wanted to know why my mom thought it was important to be kind. Because everyone has a story, and everyone is going through something and you don't know what they're going through. You can walk by someone in the street and they could be having the worst day of their life. And if you smile at that person or say hi and not even knowing the result, but um, it could be something where it would change a person's day from, from any kind of um, maybe mindset that they're in. Um, you just never know. So I think it's important to spread kindness because there's so much negative in the world and the world's a huge place. And um, I think it starts at home and it starts with us. You know, traveling to Europe, like opened my eyes a lot, learning about people. And the one thing that I notice is when you're walking, you don't know a language that someone will speak or what culture or background they're from, but you just smile. And the one thing we all had in common was a smile. Out of all the pain and darkness that my mom experienced during her childhood, I wondered if there was anyone that was a saving grace, someone who showed her what real kindness was. My grandparents, um, they weren't my blood grandparents, they were my stepdad's um, stepmom and dad, and I was struggling and they decided um, to take me into their home when I was 14. And, um, and it was very unself, unselfish for them to take me in because they didn't have to do that. And um, 
that was the kindest thing anyone could have done for me. My mom got so excited talking about her grandparents. Her face and energy lit up, and I could see all of these joyful memories flooding to her mind. I just remembered this. My grandpa, to make sure I would eat, because, you know, I'd be in the bathroom the whole time getting ready, because I had big hair, and I had to, like, curl it all up. It took me an hour and do all my makeup, and so my grandpa wanted to make sure I ate, so he would make me toast or something and bring it up to the bathroom just so I would eat. And then he would drive me to school every morning. She recalled a surprise 16th birthday party that her friends and grandparents threw for her. Um, they surprised me on my 16th birthday. She threw me a, they threw me a big surprise sweet 16 birthday party, invited all my friends, and the house was really nice. I, it was such a beautiful house, and it was definitely a house to entertain in. And um, I'll never forget because, like I said, I had to be home for dinner. Well, I was in cosmetology, and me and my girlfriends would commute from Placerville to Shingle Springs to Ponderosa High School to do cosmetology. And um, I'll never forget, not even thinking about my birthday, but my girlfriend is, we get to Placerville, and she's driving me. Our thing was to drive up and down Main Street. That's how we just cruised and waved to all our friends. And I'm like, seriously, I'm going to get in trouble. I have to get home. Why are we cruising right now? Like, I have, it's going to be dinner time. I'm going to be so much trouble. I was going on and on. She finally, she's like, okay, fine. We get there, and I walk in the house, and everyone's like, surprise. All my friends were there, and she was in on it. And I'll never forget that birthday party. All my friends were there, and it's something I've never, like, ever got to do before. And that kind of gets me emotional. I totally just just remember that. One thing that stood out to me most during my mom's interview was when she said, it starts at home. This hit me hard because at this point in my life, I have found that my decisions and actions have led me to live with my parents at home again. Life has led me to begin my journey of self-understanding and self-forgiveness and kindness towards myself. It's ironic that I happen to be home geographically, but it's also where I'm finding myself spiritually. My mom is right. Kindness starts with the self. It starts with us, and it starts at home. Thank you to Shauna for sharing your story with our listeners. Unassuming Collective is created by Widow Fox Productions, a multimedium creative group comprised of artists, musicians, writers, and dreamers. This episode, like all of our episodes, was conducted and produced by myself, Mariah Padilla, with some help from Inglorious RIC in New York. The music you heard in this episode is also from Inglorious RIC. We are excited to announce that our team of music contributors is growing, so listen to future episodes to hear new music. If you like what you've been hearing, you can follow us, like us, and share us on social media. Unassuming Collective hangs out on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And feel free to check out our website at unassumingcollective.com.